You're listening to the Garage Rock Show podcast at thegaragerockshow.com. All right, it's Friday, and it's another episode of the Garage Rock Show. Check us out, of course, every week, every Friday, thegaragerockshow.com. Of course, we're on Facebook as well, facebook.com slash thegaragerockshow. Chris here with all of our special guests this week. Sergio, good to have you back, man. How's it going? What's happening? Uh, Aaron, what's going on, man? Whoop, whoop. And Charles. Cinnamon stick. And Alia. What's up, Garage Rock Show listeners? And just in case you are listening, if you are listening, please share our show. Share it with your friends. Yeah. Share it, share it, share it. It's, share it! It's downloadable. It's completely free. We're not doing it for money, so check it out. Uh, it's online, thegaragerockshow.com, on a variety of platforms. We have the links up for iTunes. It's on Anchor FM. It's on SoundCloud as well, so check that out. and uh, Give us some feedback as well. You can leave comments on SoundCloud and Anchor FM as uh, some feedback. We always appreciate it. So lots of stuff happening in the world and uh, in the rock world as well. Uh, early Guns N' Roses video released after 30 years that apparently has some S&M sequences involving Axl Rose and a woman. Oh Did you guys see any of this video footage yet? Please, no. God, no. Uh, uh, those scenes uh, were cut out from the official new version, but I have the original version here that if you guys want to see. Oh, God. Uh, we can, let's see if the video has been taken down. I'll click on the link. It looks it looks like one ugly woman and one regular looking woman, right? <laughs> Which is played well by Axl Rose. <laughs> okay, one of so. them has poopier hair than the other. Oh, oh check God. it out. Okay, so. Is this so. from the 80s? Yeah, oh, well, yeah. Obviously. Oh, this I was, thought it was like something This was new. the original music video they wanted to do for this song. It's so easy. And I'm going to turn it down to where we don't get copyright infringement here. Uh, but uh, we're all watching the video. You guys can check it out. You can uh, Google it. Guns N' Roses, It's So Easy, original version and uncensored. And you guys could see right off the bat there was yeah. a lady kind of bending over on a wall. And it looks like maybe she was getting whipped or something. Uh, but it doesn't really look that bad to me so far. It just looks like a typical 80s video. Well, yeah, but at one point, Axl Rose's ass is hanging out. That's no way, no. All right, we're still watching it. We're about a minute and a half into it. I really yeah, haven't seen it. Well, he's just making well, kind of no, suggestive just, stuff. Yeah, he's dry humping his mic stand. Yeah, but I mean, uh, come on. This is the 80s, you know? I mean, Motley Crue and all those dudes were doing all this stuff. It's This is, like, kind of harmless, you know? each other. And maybe that's why yeah. they're releasing it now, like, you know, like, Come on, is this really that big of a deal? I mean, you Somebody know, watch I don't... modern rap videos. I know, <laughs> yeah. right? Nothing yeah. but ass. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there was That's a woman's true. bear. Wait, bear Sir Mix a Lot wasn't far from no. this time, right? How about Cisco? <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. that was pretty far from this time, but there's nothing yeah. about this video so far that is S and M related to me. Because when I think S and M, I'm like picturing like a guy. Hang- Hanging from chains and stuff so in his closet. Oh, bob in his mouth. Yeah, there's yeah. there's been nothing really like that at all. I what mean, about the giant penis that's on stage right now <laughs> <laughs> with the bandana? Axel Rose. Oh yeah, yeah. I go all right. <laughs> this is this is a bunch of bull. That's really not even that bad. So yeah. hopefully those people aren't gonna you know uh, oh, take no. that too seriously. Oops. Uh, but yeah, I mean you know it's I guess you know it was censored in the 80s because that was the time where people were really you know I don't know. Makes the, sense. The FCC was all over stuff like that. Attracts. Tipper Gore had her day. <laughs> the parental advisory <laughs> stickers that came out in the late 80s, early 90s. You Back know? when eat my, you, eat my shorts Gore. was a bad word. Yeah. All right. Yeah. When he said, uh, Lisa, yeah. uh, when he playing that damn saxophone, that was uh, enough to get a parental advisory oh, yeah. warning. P- just the word damn. So. I don't know about eating my shorts. That's crazy. And meanwhile, meanwhile, at the time, somewhere in some movie... Samuel L. is saying, motherfucker. Yeah, right. <laughs> These motherfucking snakes on this motherfucker plane. <laughs> he even says, motherfucker, and coming to America. Uh, new Nine Inch Nails is going to be marketed as an album that supposedly here's the thing. They were supposed to release a trio of EPs, and now they're saying this one's uh, an album, but everybody's like, it's only 30 minutes long. Yeah. So what do you guys think? Is If it's 30 minutes long, is it an album? It's an EP. Oh yeah, I agree with Charles. That's an EP. Yeah, yeah. An EP. Okay, EP. Uh, so Trent Reznor said on the um, he went to a Nine Inch Nails forum, fan forum. Trent Reznor did and posted as an anonymous user, and he said, uh, <laughs> "Want to know why it's being labeled as an LP instead of an EP? EPs show up in singles in Spotify and other streaming services, which means they get lost easier. EPs feel less important in today's music. Isn't as important as it once was. World." 
Why make it easier to ignore? We're not charging anymore for it, so why get worked up about it? End quote. Hmm. I don't. Well, I don't know. Good point. Who's really getting worked up about? Like who? Well, oh, apparently me, there was an uproar back. on the fan forum. You know, oh, yeah. some of the diehard fans were like, "This isn't an album. It's only thirty minutes." So not really just anybody who in. matters was getting worked up. <laughs> no, right. <laughs> but uh, just getting fans. Uh, apparently, you know, I mean, that's it's more of a thing to uh, to have it register as more of a full length on Spotify, yeah. and so it doesn't get lost as an EP. I guess EPs maybe aren't as popular on Spotify. Yeah. Oh, trying to find a way to keep his music out there. Uh, yeah, and right. relevant and upfront and yeah. part of the whole thing. So, mm. Nine Inch Nails on tour. Check it out. Corn uh, right. Jonathan Davis uh, doing sensory deprivation experiment. I thought this was interesting. He's having it's you know normally bands have like a meet and greet and you just like hang out backstage. Well, Jonathan Davis wants to do this thing where he takes a number of his fans through a sensory deprivation experiment employed to test ESP abilities. Oh yeah. So what they do, he says, quote, I'm doing these pop-up things where I grab a couple of kids, pull them in my mystery van. No, I'm just kidding. He says, I grab a couple of kids, pull them through the experience. It's just the whole thing. It's meant to be entertaining and not to be taken overly seriously, but it's a really dope concept. I wanted something different to be more immersive. I think I pretty much pulled that off now, end quote. Ne- never, never say in this day and age, I'm going to go pick up some kids and put them through <laughs> the experience. Yeah. Just, um, yeah. Robert Trelio's son, though, was a kid. He did, he did cover the bass uh, on their tour. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. true. Something that inspired him, you know what I mean? He says, yeah. uh, for the sensory deprivation experiment, you cut ping pong ball in half and put these white globes over your eyes, listen to white noise, and after 20 minutes, you start to hallucinate. Every experience is different, but the brain can't handle not hearing or seeing anything. That's the whole He's idea. Doing that to it. children? Well, not children, but like yeah. you know, fans, <laughs> fans that are going I out. Grab a couple of kids, and then what you just said. <laughs> yeah, well, we were a couple of kids too when I was twenty-one. All fucked up at uh, some, some old. He's not grabbing really rock kids off grabbing I'm kids. Like picturing like six but, and seven-year-olds like. So come to my basement so I can put. He got the hookup on that fan. Fans, right? Yeah, they're fans. So it's part of a. Maybe there's maybe has a good six and seven year old following. I don't know, but I'm guessing it's more probably teenagers. All right. I'm guessing he feels like a freak on a leash. Also, Jonathan Davis. Uh, apparently, he's a big Xbox fan. Uh, he's uh, been. He's apparently has thirteen or four, 14 Xboxes between his home tour bus and studio. He's been playing Fortnite and uh, that game Cuphead. Uh, on Xbox and love uh, Cuphead, yeah, I, I love Rock. the graphics on that yeah. and the music. Hard it looks shit. so cool. Yeah, it's super hard. He's, that's what he says. He says, "quote It's super effing hard. I wish it had an easy, easy mode just so I can enjoy the graphics and the music and actually finish the game." <laughs> oh it's yeah, kind of tough, right? It's one of those games that's so <clears throat> awesome and wonderful, but like many games in 1989, you just want to break your controller. <laughs> Mega Man was one of those for me. I yeah. Beat it. Oh, I loved Mega Man. Those those are awesome. Awesome. They were tough. To playing, but I could, I could never beat it. I've been playing Mega Man 2 a lot lately. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, Alright, so Ozzy's uh, son and, uh, and, and, and their wife split up. We were talking about this last week about how Jack isn't going to be on the new series of the show that they've been doing. And apparently it seems like this is behind that a little bit. His wife... Lisa Stelly Osborne filed the documents, so she's the one that kind of pushed this through. Uh, she said, irreconcilable differences. Uh, a couple of three children together, six-year-old Pearl Clementine, two-year-old Andy Rose, and three-month-year-old Minnie Theodora. Um, so, yeah, she got her house a couple cars. Do you guys think that's kind of the thing? Like, she lost the thrill of uh, Ozzy Osbourne's son? Do you think it was always kind of like maybe the long game, like... Yeah. You know, Jack I'll just see what the thrill. Yeah, Jack seemed like a douche, anyways. <laughs> well, you know, maybe when in the beginning the you're like, ooh, maybe, you know, that's Ozzy's son. Yeah. And no. Yeah, fentanyl. <laughs> They're she all got, drug addicts. She got tired. Of they got the best shit. She got tired of every Father's Day sitting in front of a crazy Ozzy Osbourne just watching her and drooling on his own feet. They haven't been married for all that long. They got married in 2012. Uh, they experienced a lot of hurdles. They had a late-term miscarriage and Jack's multiple sclerosis diagnosis. So that could be, you know, maybe she's not ready to handle that. You know, that's you know that's tough. But also a bummer that she's leaving him and he's got like some issues like that, right? Uh, so Jack, he's on that Ozzy and Jack's world detour. So Kelly Osborne's filling in for them, filling in for him this time. So uh, well, on hmm. another note, we'll be seeing Jack soon. Oh yeah, on the show, Jack Frost. <laughs> what do you mean? 
Well, he'll be divorced, so he's got time now. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. If, yeah, if, he's going to be doing all kinds of stuff, gonna, I guess. Kelly's just covering yeah. for the time being. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Grohl apparently uh, was uh, a judge at the World Championship Barbecue competi- uh, barbecue Cooking Contest what in Memphis. What can he do? I know. What can he do? He's, he's part of everything, and yeah. uh, apparently, you know, he he's also uh, jamming with some fans and stuff. I have some of these... Uh, Videos you, here. Great. Though. Tell you what, man, I, I won second place on a chili cook-off one year. Oh, really? Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Where, where, where was it? I tell you what, I don't believe here it. Here in Merced? It was in town, yeah. Oh, nice. I won't believe it till I eat it. Yep. <laughs> I don't believe it. Yeah, we're going to have to recreate it. Yep. <laughs> yep. We, yep. we should do a well, chili know, cook-off, right? dude. We could all make our own chili. Uh, we'll, we'll have to go straight up Simpson style. And one of us is going to have one one chili. The ghost the pepper. Super, yeah, ultra ghost The winner is going to end up being the one that buys the can from the store. <laughs> <laughs> this one's the really Hormel. tasty. Yeah, right. it's just a Hormel can of chili. Look, at, there's Dave Grohl at the barbecue contest. Like, you just got up on stage and started playing this, like, percussive little fucking drum thing. <clears throat> yeah, he's awesome. You know, I'm going cool. to look out tomorrow morning. He's going to be, like, throwing my trash away. <laughs> he reminds you know he reminds me <laughs> yeah right he reminds me of Mr. He'll just wave at you yeah. just wave they'll do like a couple of cartwheels hop, hop in the tour flip. bus yeah Longfellow D oh, I'm on my way to the Olympics uh, one thing that Dave Grohl can't do is listen to Nirvana apparently he says in the uh, new interview with GQ that he still finds it difficult to listen to the music in Nirvana of course the band that gave him his first commercial success he said quote when Kurt died every time the radio came on it broke my heart. I don't put Nirvana records on, no. Although they are always on somewhere. I get in the car they're on. I go into the shop they're on. He had his memories of making the Nirvana albums he played on are as vivid as, as ever, saying, quote, I remember everything about those records. I remember the shorts I was wearing when we recorded them or that it snowed that, that day. That is nuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, but a tri- what a trip, That's right? Awesome, but he still can't I get listen it. to it. Still, yeah, mm-hmm. I get it, too. It tracks. Yeah. Emotional. Uh, speaking of fentanyl oh, and all fentanyl. that stuff, again, making its way back into the news as the doctor was acri- acquitted of charges. Dr. Richard Snellgrove, who was indicted in 2016 and charged with 13 counts of writing prescriptions for the musician uh, from Three Doors Down, who was the oh. guitarist Matt Roberts, that were not medically necessary and could have contributed to his death. Apparently, he was using aliases and stuff to write these things. The jury accepted the defense's version of the story. Uh, Apparently, there was presented text messages that showed Roberts had been dabbling in street drugs in addition to to his prescription medications, arguing that his death couldn't be pinned strictly to the doctor. Uh, Prosecutors countered that he had been prescribing meds to Robert under multiple aliases. So the doctor was doing this under multiple aliases as well. Um, so look, look at his name, Doctor Richard <clears throat> Schnellgrove. And the the thing with the, him dabbling in street drugs, apparently, a lot of people that get prescribed these medications overprescribed, they end up having to go to the street to get the cheaper versions of them because it's actually cheaper to buy stuff on the streets than it is uh, with the prescription medication, right? That's weird. It's sad. It's it's just it is uh, sad. Um, all right, so yeah, he faced up to 240 years in prison, and Damn. he got off. He got off scot free. Kind of crazy. He was that guy's kryptonite. <laughs> well played. Uh, Billboard Music Awards. Uh, not really anything we're too concerned with, but did you guys see all that stuff here? Ooh, Kendrick Lamar. Anything that catches your eye you can bring up, uh, but not really. Uh, what, what, what doesn't bring uh, up about Taylor Swift? <laughs> I what did she win? Top female and, artist. Uh, Kendrick Lamar uh, is the only one I care Bruno about. Bruno Mars, huh? Kendrick Lamar won top rap male artist and top rap artist. Here's. Um, <laughs> oh, I like car- Kendrick Lamar. Top that's rock awesome. artist, Imagine Dragons. That's pretty lame. I didn't know they had top rap tour. Yeah, you too. They definitely. Well, I'm kind of surprised. I mean, Metallica had a pretty big one, and some of the other ones. You too was. Um, top. Who the uh, hell is Chris Stapleton? That's a made up name. I was going to talk about this if Dahlia was here, the Voice season 14 winner. She was watching that, but that that stuff's lame. I was just like, who watches that stuff uh, anymore? Yeah. Uh, Viviana. I don't know. I know. Really? Like kids and stuff. and Oh, God. Middle aged ladies. Put a stop at to night. that, Sergio. <clears throat> Julian Casablanca is in the Voids coming to Sacramento. Released this poster. Kind of cool, like old Godzilla looking poster. Oh, oh that's cool. That? Uh, Ooh, the Ace of Spades. Yeah, Ace of Spades, July 31st. I think we should go to that. Um, Ace of Spades. All right, on this day in rock history trivia, uh, Mar- May 25th in 1996, this lead singer and guitarist died of an overdose one week after marrying his wife and mother of his first child. 
Mm-hmm. Was it A, Doug Hopkins of the Jim Blossoms, B, Jerry Garcia of the Grateful Dead, or C, Bradley Noel of Sublime? Hey, jealousy. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say... What do you guys think? C? I was going to say, I'll say Sublime too, Bradley. Yeah, it's got to yeah, be C. So it's gotta be. It coincides with that time frame. Yeah. All these guys did die of uh, suicide and overdoses, but yes, you were correct. Is Bradley Noel of Sublime. Uh, you know, he passed away. Uh, he was on tour in San Francisco. They found him in a hotel room. Uh, apparently, Bud, Ooh. the drummer, had a stash of heroin, and he tried to get the guys up in the morning, the story goes, and they were all passed out and sleeping, so he just took a shot, and it was too much, and ended up ODing and they uh, saw him passed out on the floor and they saw this like yellow ring around his mouth and they knew it was like heroin so they called the EMTs and it was pronounced dead seemed, so mm-hmm. super wrong. tragic and he just married his wife and his kid was 11, 11 months old at the yes. time Ugh. you know why they call it heroin why is that why don't you try out your hook from heroin oh yeah that's right here on out absolutely. yeah you're an addict that's a sh- absolutely so super right. tragic and of course they just re- they were going to release the uh the album was going to be called killing it from uh, sublime and they changed the name of the album after his death because, oh yes yeah. you know obviously he was you know suicide and died and so they just changed it to sublime self-titled so Kind of a trip, uh, but uh, happened on this day in 1996. So what was that? 22 years ago. Oh, what a trip! Wow, we are old. Uh, when Bradley from Sublime died. All right, so new tunes this week on the Garage, guys. We're going to be doing some uh, new stuff from Ghost, Culture Abuse, Valley Queen, The Beths, Blessed, The Local, Gaz Coombs, Wallows, Street Dogs, Crazy and the Brains. I'm sure you're going to like them, Charles. Yeah. Crazy in the brain? Yeah. It's Gaz Coombs actually sounds <laughs> yeah, Gaz Coombs, cool. yeah. Gaz Coombs. Rai Cootie. Rai Cootie. Gaz Coombs from Crazy in the Brains. <laughs> Playing at the local barn dance this, this Saturday. Bring your jugs. Bring your shine. That's right. <laughs> uh, bring, bring your crack gold. <laughs> New music out this week uh, for me. Churches, Hoobastank, Joe Pass, Jonathan Davis. Push, what? Pusha T's got something out. Snow Patrol, Wooden Shigips. Shigips. Wooden Shigips. All right, Aaron, we got some sports news this week. Uh, 49ers Foster's ex-girlfriend testified she lied about the domestic abuse Uh, 49ers linebacker Ruben Foster testified at a preliminary hearing yesterday well it was a little bit ago actually it was last week May 17th she said she lied to police when she uh, said he attacked her an allegation that led to domestic violence charges against him got him kicked from the team she said she wanted to get back at Foster after he tried to break up with her saying she was angry and, quote, I wanted to end him. Foster was arrested after Ennis told police he dragged her by her hair, physically threw her out of the house, punched her in the head eight to ten times, then he pled guilty, not guilty, last week. Uh, Later, the injuries she had suffered actually um, were the result of a fight with another woman. Ooh. And she's getting A brief video clip of the fight was presented as evidence. And she's... She said Women she went like to jail are... in 2011 for falsely accusing an ex-boyfriend of domestic violence as well. So oh, man. she's got a history of this. During this whole movement, you know, Me Too movement and all that, it's women like that. Yep, are, she's are giving like them all a bad name. It, you yes. Know? Like, yep. Yeah, but I mean, he ruined, ruined his life, you know? Yeah. Uh, he got a bad rap, got dropped from the team. So, But at least she's coming clean now. Yeah, that's You good. know, at least but she's not continuing to lie. That yeah, that's true. Yeah. I know, it's bullshit. But uh, NFL making a lot of headlines this week. A uh, new rule will punish helmet hits with ejection. A new rule starting in the upcoming season will punish helmet hits with ejection. Any player who initiates contact with his helmet, any place on an opposing player's body, will be subject to ejection after an oh. in-game video review. The new rule applies to both offensive and defensive players. Uh, so what do you guys think about that? I think that? in the safety, Charles... Yeah, that's a good Corrective thing. Corrective action. There we go. That's a good thing. Man, I mean, that's that's it's causing all kinds of yeah. Yeah. Maybe it'll cut down on concussions and yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. just a corrective yeah. action to a lot of the, the stuff that the NFL is getting blamed for anyway. Yep. Yeah. I they got to do something. It's a, hard, it's a hard call, you know, because... It is. It's the NFL. Yeah, how are they going to always see what, you know, you're going for a tackle. Sometimes it's, oh, sometimes it's, you know, they don't mean to do it or whatever. No. and it, 
I guess they're doing. I'll a, take they'll do a review per, per player over whatever, over a fine right. though. If they're not fighting them, like if it's an accident, intentionally, yeah. But on the accident, like you said, you can't really actually pinpoint. I mean, especially when people are coming, you know. Oh, but this is coming from the boxer, the one that <laughs> knows where people constantly look at and critique to see whether or not you're hitting below the belts or whether or not you're hitting illegal. Yeah, I mean, like okay, okay, but, but for, that's real so, quick. Okay, okay. He can actually know where he's going to hit, but not when there's three or four people coming from different directions. It'll change your angle of your body. That's true. Yeah. So if he's going head on and somebody else hits his legs from one end and he's still trying to make the tackle and it, it changes his angle and he hits him. But that's, that's not. No, that's not what they're saying, though. This is hitting directly at like a helmet yeah. hit. Like, like I mean, purposeful. Helmet to helmet headbutting type of yeah. attack. Then then there should be no contact from the shoulders up. I mean, I mean when, well, you're, when, when, you're, when you're trying to tackle somebody. Well, when you're, you're going for a tackle, you're like kind of leaning in with of, your head. Yeah, it's right? hard to. Yeah, you're, getting, hard to, you're wrapping them up with your arms and your shoulders and... But as they a professional, they practice that every single day. Yeah. Had a tackle. So, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? But we I, see bad tackles it. all the time. I so. get it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I get it. So I that's what they practice. So hey, they should be perfect, perfect at it. 40, 50 years ago, you were allowed to use that sticky stuff on your hands. Yeah, and they, catch and the like ball. Every, every decade, something gets overturned. They just got to well, roll with it. NFL's got to protect themselves too, right? Yep. Like they're getting lawsuits from oh, yeah. old retired players now and having yep. to fork out tons of money. Yep. So yeah. they're protecting themselves for the future. You know, makes sense. makes sense. And it seems like this is another way of protecting themselves and ensuring that no one can say these things about the uh, players and not being patriotic as NFL teams will now be fined if players kneel during the national anthem. They will be allowed to stay in the locker room during the national anthem, but their teams will be fined by the league if they go onto the field and kneel. Yeah, there's already coaches saying that they'll just pay the fines. So what do you guys think about that? Uh, the players' union is not in support of it, but they just went ahead and apparently had a meeting uh, without the players' union involved, passed this law, well, passed this rule, I shouldn't say the law, um, yeah. and without their input. And Well, I'm completely, I'm completely biased here because I, like, I don't really like the nfl i don't get into it it bores me it always has so to be honest with you like i could really give a shit if they yell yeah. or if they stand or if they do jumping jacks and honestly <laughs> like when you think about it people have been making protests on i mean this is entertainment here this is this isn't something this isn't like the military kneeling this is like entertainment yeah and, um, all and, i can say is we've been standing for the national anthem since we were in fucking preschool and elementary so why, if you're not an american why the fuck are you here Stand the fuck up. That's it. It's not that part. That's I mean, the great thing about being American. We've been here say, all our life. I know. I mean, we've been here all our life. So it's not like you have not done it. All of a sudden, you want to not like. But it's true. Who cares? I mean, it's a football game. It's, you, it's, you have. You do have the freedom of choice. You, you do. These, but, these people are yeah. making millions of dollars on you. Like honestly, it's all for advertisement, and it's it's not. It's it's enter, it's entertainment. That's Jimmy true. Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix played the national anthem, and he did it. And you may not know this, but he did it in a disrespectful way as a form of protest. And it's a Absolutely. good version of the national anthem. Yeah, there's a lot of people who don't like his version because yep. they think it is disrespectful. It's disrespectful, but there's a lot of people that are. He was a veteran at the Kaepernick. He went and served. Yep. He he went to the you know he went overseas and he was an army dude. Well, and yep. and so he went to Vietnam and did all that stuff, you know. Yeah. And so that's the whole thing. I think you know, and Colin Colin Kaepernick, the idea behind the kneeling was taking a knee for a fallen comrade. Much like what military and police do for a lot yeah, of people, they took that wrong. and that was the whole thing is he was recognizing his fallen comrades, so to speak, his yeah. brothers out there that he wanted to recognize at the time. But yeah, so that's the whole thing. A lot of people are like, "Is it the place? Is it the time?" You know, it's all debatable. So now it's a it's a new rule. So this is a it's a new policy, and it's unclear how the individual players are going to respond in the new rules. They just kind of passed this this week. So um, okay, so I'm I'm going to throw something out there. Uh, my my wife is a war era war era veteran, uh-huh. and my parents are both Vietnam War era veterans. None of them care if NFL NFL players are kneeling because that's what they fought for. Exactly, that's what they went. They fought for that. I may not agree with you, but I fight for your right to to do whatever yeah. you want, basically. Yeah. And my dad, my Absolutely. dad doesn't. He doesn't like it. He's, yeah, he's like, I don't like seeing it. It upsets me to see it. But yeah. That's but I'm not going to, like, get in their face about it and, like, try and take their right to do that. Because exactly. mm-hmm. then we'll be just You're as right. bad as another North Korea right. regime, you know? Right. Yep. You hit that right there. So, yep. all right, let's move on from that. Some other sports news. Taco Bell could be giving out some free tacos during the NBA Finals. Uh, okay, here's the thing. If they steal a game on the road, if an away team wins or steals a game, 
during the NBA Finals. So didn't that already happen? Yeah, right? They, they do this they every year. year. No, no, no. I mean, just in now. this, didn't oh, no, just it's, happen. Well, uh, it, says just the, it says the finals. We're still in the. Yeah, uh, but who beat the Warriors? Oh, we're no, in the, we're in the. Yeah, uh, we're still in the conference. Uh, that's right. So, okay, so. I've been diagnosed with TNS for a long time. TNS. <laughs> <laughs> taco neck syndrome. Taco neck syndrome. <laughs> oh, yeah, taco neck syndrome. I remember that. Oh, so. I think Shaq had okay. that a long time ago, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> It is is it is it me or does the the, the song like the theme song uh, if you will for Taco Bell from the like the mid nineties you remember that make a run for the border oh <laughs> yeah like yeah 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 <laughs> that's right just a little bit just a little bit better run for the border they're gonna snipe you better make take... a run for the border they move the wall yeah. <laughs> Block you out. All right, no. Horrible. So uh, apparently, so if a game wins or steals a game on the road, uh, Taco Bell will give out free Doritos Locos tacos on Wednesday, June twentieth. Oh, from two I to have six. to. I, I have to take today. everything I said back so. because if Taco Bell ends up endorsing this show for any reason, <laughs> I love you, Taco Bell. No, they probably won't. But uh, we're Dorito Locos. Uh, Dorito what is it that movie? Uh, according to uh, what is it, Demolition Man? Where oh yeah, Taco Bell Taco survives Bell the apocalypse, the only one. <laughs> oh, and it's like right. a fancy restaurant, right? Yeah, it's a five star. <laughs> like Sylvester Stallone's like comes back and he's like, and they're like, and we're going to Taco Bell tonight for a special dinner, and he's like, Taco Bell, okay. Yeah. He goes there and it's all like fancy futuristic food. It's hilarious. Welcome to Costco. I love you. Yeah, that's good shit. Oh, Demolition Man. All right, NFL or NHL playoffs. This is pretty awesome. Uh, the Vegas Golden Knights are the Western Conference champions. They are going to the Stanley Cup Finals. They're the first expansion team to reach the championships in their debut That's season since the yeah. St. Louis Blues in 1968. Wow. The Las Vegas Golden Knights entered the season with a 500-to-1 odd of getting to the Stanley Cup and, well, of winning the Stanley Cup. And they're on track to do it already. All right. So let's go to Vegas and bet on this team because mm-hmm. it yeah. seems like uh, they got to do it. Well, as a Raiders fan, you know they're going there. What, Las Vegas is going to be there year next after, year, but uh, 2019, right? Yeah, hopefully they could ride some of that luck too. Oh yeah, big time. <laughs> That'd be pretty good. Are <laughs> <laughs> you a Niners fan? Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh yeah. All right. It is All what right. it is. Bay Area. Yep, Bay Area. Either way. I was just about to say that. I was just about to do the same thing, Sergio. Uh, okay, so we're talking about legal sports betting. Half of Americans on a new poll are okay with it. What do you guys think? I mean, survey found that 50% of Americans favor legal sports betting and 37% are opposed. Numbers that have remained consistent as the poll has asked the question in recent years. What do you guys think? Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Bet if you want, yeah. Yeah, bet. What? Yeah. Why not? Don't you? Everybody Wait, says, on, here's I the mean... thing. Oh, hold on. Well, opponents, opponents say concerns about more people developing gambling problems, the spread of organized crime, and concern over the integrity of games. Eh. So if we legalize sports betting, everybody's going to say all the games are going to be fixed. Well, yeah. Because now oh, there's yeah. a financial That's vested true. interest. Yeah. Right now, it's not. I mean, it's kind of like an underground thing, right? So if yeah. they legalized it now, there's a, it's like a national lottery, yeah. and now the championship for whatever said event is going to be turned into a money making. What's wrong with type the way it thing. is now? Well, I don't know. I mean, I guess there's you know, you know I don't know. This give me it's like selling weed or something, selling and growing weed, right? Now they want to commercialize it. Yeah. They want to commercialize what's yeah, been going on in the underground. Get out of here. That's what they want to do. Yeah, yeah fuck everything. Up. This will give me the opportunity to do what I truly want to do. That's bet on and set up little league games <laughs> <laughs> finally I already do that take five year like, johnny come that's here. great for, for, senior for bowling senior bowling tournaments we, yeah, can do it. <laughs> we can we can we can rig it and shoot out edna's knee when she's going to take that yeah. strike edna's exactly. on her on her way to get a turkey we need to shoot out her knee <laughs> i'll give you charles a charles will be in the Charles will be in the ball cleaner thing, and he'll have like a little dart, and he'll just pop up. And yeah, shooter. Pop Edna in the knee. <laughs> what was that movie? The base was it Bad News? Uh, bad News the, Bears. Was it the revamp of Bad News Bears with the Napoleon Dynamite dude and uh? Oh, I didn't see David a re- Spade. I didn't see the back. new version of it. Oh, yeah, oh like they had guy, yeah, 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 they had a guy on the other one, yeah. team that he looked like he was about forty, and he just <laughs> held up a sign. I'm twelve. <laughs> I'm twelve. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. That's right. That so Deadpool 2. Oh, his birth certificate was a paper with that, that written. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. 
<laughs> Deadpool two. Have you seen it yet, Charles? Hell yeah, of course. Uh, of course I so did. what's yeah. your what's your review without any spoilers? Oh, without any spoilers, it was amazing. the The movie was just as good as the first one. Did the it live up to your expectations? Awesome. lived up, not lived up to my expectations. It was hella funny. Laugh out loud. Funny it looks the great. Whole way through. I mean, like, and even of the. He is though, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, I mean, and Ryan he's Reynolds hilarious. fought for a long yeah. time to get that first movie out, and now it just he's just riding on success and just you know breaking records. Not not quite the same records that it broke in the first one, but it's right. still breaking records and really really good movie. Nice. And everybody, go see it. Take your kids. Take your youngest <laughs> yeah? kids. Is it P- what is it? PG thirteen well, or is it R? I know that Charles it's took R- his R- kid R- last to the first. Oh yeah, one, because the second one too. It was like nine. Here's here's a Deadpool statistic. Fan. Check this out. Apparently, it's the biggest foreign debut ever for an R rated title. I can see why. Three hundred and one million globally already. I I know. Damn good. I those are old numbers. It, I, too. I knew that when the first one came out, Charles was like, "I'm taking Lalo. I don't give a fuck if it's rated R or not. Yeah, I'm taking him. Okay. And uh, I see it. It looks yeah. good. Make sure you guys check. It out, and also, of course, the new Han Solo movie. We're going to get to that in just a bit. Yep. Rob Zombie has released some new photos from Three from Hell. Have you guys seen any of these photos? The upcoming sequel to uh, uh, House of a Thousand Corpses and The Devil's Rejects. I'll show you a photo here. This is an unreleased, well, it, it, Rob Zombie officially released it, uh, a photo from the set featuring uh, like Sid Haig. The original cast is back. Remember, we were talking about Bill Mosley, uh, that we went on the. Uh, the tour of the uh, yeah, yeah. what was it? Um, gosh darn it! The West Winchester Mystery House, and uh, Bill Mosley was in our group. Okay, so there's Bill Mosley. This is a photo of Bill Mosley on the Dahlia the new set. <laughs> I know, right? New set of um, the new Rob Zombie film. It looks like you know picking off right where they left yeah. off. It looks good, right? I, I don't hope know. you like what you see. <laughs> is there uh, a trailer out? There is no it? trailer. No, they just released some still photos. So that's it. Uh, a release date is yet to be determined. So, uh, behind the scenes secrets of a Star Wars solo, uh, a solo, a Star Wars story. Apparently, it was super tense. Of course, Phil Lord and Christopher Miller were fired, and um, Ron Ron Howard took over. Yeah, and oh, wow. changed the director. Seventy percent. Yeah, <laughs> after seventy percent of the film was already shot. Uh, well, no, Howard shot about seventy percent of Solo, and thirty percent was the other guys. Oh, I thought it was the other way around. Yeah, no. See, it says Howard shot seventy percent. They reveal, and he landed the sole director credit, while Lord and Miller nabbed executive producer acknowledgments oh. for their thirty percent contribution. Lord and Miller, they were the lead singers of my I, favorite band. I would just, in the 80s. I would, what, what was the reason behind that? Apparently, they say uh, the uh, Kathleen Kennedy, Lucasfilm president. Uh, they said, uh, tone is everything. That's what movies are made of. But this was a very complicated situation. When you go to work in the morning on a Star Wars movie, there are thousands of people waiting for you, and you have to be very defi- decisive and quick about it. Apparently, they wanted, uh, there was like, they wanted to do some kind of um, thing about it where they wanted to make it. Okay, there is no force. There's no real empire. This isn't about people uh, uh, doing anything with the the empire. It's about people just kind of getting along and that some elements are non-negotiable. They're not trying to save the galaxy. So maybe these guys were trying to make it into this typical Star Wars type of save the galaxy movie, but this is a prequel, and none of that stuff was happening yet. There was no empire. There was none of that going on. So. Is a totally different tone of a movie, right? Yeah. Well, there. Well, the the empire was kind of starting. Yeah, um, barely, barely starting. Barely. So we we may see elements of it in leading up this. to it. Yeah. Like Rogue One. Exactly. Like maybe right before that. Yep. Right before the rebellion and all of that. Uh, Michael Bay. We all know he's known for his <laughs> blockbuster <laughs> big old movies. Ryan Reynolds and Michael Bay. What, have you heard about this, Charles? You oh. Might, uh, it's a Netflix original called Six Underground, a huge budget of $125 million, based on an original idea from Paul Warnick and Brett Reese. Michael Bay is set to shoot it back-to-back with Robopocalypse, a release on Netflix in 2019. Nice. So uh, It sounds like Kung Fury. Yeah. Yeah. If you, uh, Listeners, go watch Kung Fury right now. Watch Kung Fury. We'll wait to the end of our episode and then go watch it. Go watch, yeah, yeah. after the episode. <laughs> and if anyone in this room has not seen Kung Fury, go watch Kung Fury right. after this I just thought show. about a whole new movie. What? Robo Cop. 
Ellipse. Robocop. Oh, and it's nothing but Robocops? <laughs> yeah, Robocop. You are under arrest. Bring him to the apocalypse. That's tight. Yeah. Reincarnation. Oh, yeah. What about the hobo-pocalypse? <laughs> that'd, that'd be pretty good. That might happen already here in the Central Valley. <laughs> There's probably That's some hilarious. porn called the Robococalypse, I'm oh, sure. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Robococalypse. Starring Sergio Romo. I know, right? I have come to arrest you and sex you up. <laughs> Have you seen this new Meg Grenning series? They have not released a trailer yet, but they're releasing some still videos or uh, like still classic, shots. Uh, Matt Groening animation, huh? Yeah, it's Matt Groening, yeah. Looks like a cross between The Simpsons and Futurama. Yeah, so apparently it's coming out August 17th. It's called Disenchantment. Uh, it follows, it takes place in the medieval kingdom of Dreamland, follows the misadventures of hard-drinking young Princess Bean, her feisty elf companion, Elfo, awesome. and her personal demon, Lucci, or Lucy. Lucy. Uh, yeah. Along the way, the oddball Lucy, trio like will uh, <laughs> encounter or- ogres, sprites, harpies, imps, trolls, walruses, and lots of human fools. Netflix previously gave the series a 20-episode order, but it's only uh, doing 10 episodes right now. Nice. Imps, trolls, and walruses. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the Futurama show, the two-part on, on, um, on one of the later seasons where they actually uh, go into a D&D realm on accident they get sucked into oh, the right. D realm. Yeah. Um and this seems like a way of maybe uh, kinda awesome. messing with yeah. Game of Thrones too great. popularity oh, yeah, and thinking. kinda oh, yeah. spinning yeah. off yep. of that. And Dan Harmon has right now he's got a show called Harmon Quest where they play D and D and they cartoonize it. Oh nice. And, uh, there's a lot of podcasts Geek out there. Geek is chic right now. Yeah it is, it is. It there's is. um yeah, Critical Role is a way popular D and D playing podcast. Nice. All kinds of yep. Very cool. And bosses. Uh, all right, so moving on with some more movie and entertainment news. Jet Li's manager. Do you see this photo of Jet Li? He's this not looking good out. these days. Uh, Is that apparently, a Jet Li this. Right there? Yeah, yeah. There's a photograph of him uh, going viral. Wow. You guys is that can, a before and after photo? Yes, this yeah. is Jet Li like maybe wow. 10, 15 years ago, and now this is him. Wow. Does he, he have has, cancer? Well, no. Check it out. Okay, he has sorry. hyperthyroidism, yeah. and he's been That's dealing with it. That's what it does it. to you? Yes. Yeah. It sucked the life out of him. It's nothing nope. life threatening, and he's dealing yeah. with it, is what his uh, agent uh, says. I yep. bet you he could still kick your ass, though. Oh, <laughs> oh you know he could. But he is old, though. Look at look at. Well, he's not really no, he's that old. 55, he's fifty-five. Dude, fifty-five. Almost looks 55? like a. Shit, he, he looks like, like he's eighty. I'm yeah. going to retire. Whoop your ass, or? He looks yeah. like. Well, yeah. he has hyperthyroidism, babe. It's a little bit different than just. Sure, that's aging. not a picture from an upcoming role. As, no, uh, no. Well, he is going to play the emperor of China. <laughs> yeah, in a right. Role coming up. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, Aaron. Uh, Is it, isn't there like a new? It's not. Kid? No, you know what? He's playing the Chinese grandpa of the of the motion picture version of Up. <laughs> yeah, it does kind of look like him. <laughs> Charles jokes over my head. <laughs> well, you've seen Up. Like, you know, the guy looks like on up. Up. I haven't seen Up. I don't even know the what Up is. But oh my this, God, how this dare one you? Is called I Down. Know, how dare you? Down. This one's called Down. All right. This is called Down. Obama's uh, going to be making something with Netflix. You guys see this uh, an, a scripted series, unscripted series, documentaries. They've signed this uh, deal, uh, and they are going to be coming out with something in... They ran out of money? Yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah. no, they got plenty of money. No, they will never <laughs> yeah. run out of money. Penguin House paid them sixty million for that joint deal on their books, and who knows how they're getting paid on this Netflix oh, deal? Hey, I imagine it's double that at least. He right now he is a Gosh, damn rock man. star. Yeah, right. And he walks yeah. into audiences like crazy. Audiences of just cheers for the first yeah, black American. I mean, yeah, president too. Oh, he, All right, he's yeah. killing it. Let's I'll move on. It. Let's move on to local oh. news in a way. Oh, yeah. uh, okay, Yosemite. so this is, this is killing me because I just did a hike yep. in Yosemite Valley this, this Sunday. This is why I wanted to bring it up. Everybody's uh, uh, hiking and doing stuff this, to home. this stuff to, this weekend with Memorial Day, so please be aware, folks. It's not a joke. Don't get all drunk and go up to Yosemite and think you're going to go hike half dumb because a hiker was killed on Monday in Yosemite National Park. He fell climbing the trail on famous half dome rock formation it's a cable it's like uh, everybody can walk right up of it as you guys can see on the photo there yep. the last death was 2010 um he fell 400 feet uh it's like it's quite a it's quite a drop that was just i've done it that was just the last death at half dome right i mean there's death right there's oh there's a lot of deaths year, in yosemite but right? yeah. there's normally not deaths on this one because it's a it's, it's touristy it's a touristy thing it has cables yeah. it's hard to kind of you know well i'm gonna mess so, that up so I'm going to go a little bit on the lighter note here, but with something with Yosemite Valley. So I, I did the hike, Cove hike, hike. I did the entire eight mile. So I went all the very way nice, in and all the way nice. back. 
very cool hike but there's some dangerous spots in it and like about three miles in i got a little tired because it is it works the legs it's a it's an intermediate level hike i got a little tired i had to use the bathroom so i found this nice place and i went and i peed by this shady tree next to the water yeah and then i walked away and took a couple of pictures while i came back and this couple i didn't even see him come this couple decided to look for a nice shady spot to have a picnic so so they started they startled me but to that couple i am truly sorry that you sat directly in my piss two minutes after i pissed probably a whole liter onto the ground wow my bad the the truth finally comes out yeah i'm sorry to that couple they're probably the only that's what attracted them there yeah, well, they're like, you, what like, is that? It's a lovely. Hey, look, Serge, look, Serge. I've hiked the Half Dome a couple of times, but uh, not not for a while. I not this weekend. <laughs> I did hike Cove. Check this out, Aaron, Charles, oh, Dahlia. Dude, you know I can pull those off. Okay, this is called the Swimmer All. The Yay. Swimmer All. Have you guys seen this? Check <laughs> this out. That's beautiful. You got Okay, describe it, Dahlia. Describe it for us. Um, it looks like the colors that you would wear in an '80s. Okay, um, just think of the the in living color. In living color, yes. Just think of the it's intro. Like if Elton John had sex with a living color. Think of the intro to Saved by the Bell with all the shapes Ooh, coming in. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay, Parents. put that into a onesie. Yes. And and, and overall yes. overall onesie and with, holding with shorts, a blown you know. up donut. Yeah, <laughs> Aaron, and it's and it's a uh, swim thing. It's a swim thing for guys. So that's wow, that's amazing. Wow, Chris. not only will I wear it, I will rock it. <laughs> Chris, will you wear that by the pool on Monday? I might. Uh, you know, I'll even shorten the legs a little bit. I'll I give might. a little. I'll show a little thigh. Okay, people with this zodiac <laughs> sign are most likely to cheat. <laughs> Who do you think is the most likely to cheat zodiac sign before I reveal it? Most likely to cheat. Pick pick a zodiac <sighs> sign out of there. I already read it. So. Anybody but oh. me. I, um, I know. I'm a cancer. What do you think, Dahlia? You got I the cancer. will go ahead and say cancers. Scorpio. Scorpio? Okay. Ooh, yeah, that's a good one. No, go it's a caterpillar. It's apparently oh, uh, Capricorn. You're close. It's not caterpillar, uh, but it's Capricorn. Uh, December 21st through January 19th. Those are the most people likely to cheat. Ashley Madison knows this because that's a cheating website where people go and sign up that are married to okay, cheat. What's, what's, wow. So oh, okay. Capricorns, so December twenty first. Yeah. So they January. say that I they're was close though okay. because uh, Scorpio is October November. So. Yeah, that's not really that close. There was still another. There's still another one in between Scorpio and Capricorn. They're Sagittarius. Yeah, I think that's what it is. So those born under the sign are also known for being ambitious and are particularly good at keeping secrets. Ashley Madison says the juxtaposition of these many traits means Capricorns have the tools to get away with cheating. Mm, I'm shady. Yeah, so there wow. you go. On a side note, I want to figure out how to use juxt in a sentence <laughs> in my daily life. What's juxtaposition? Yes. Oh, I use it all the time. Oh, my God. You could say I just need to incorporate that in my oh, life. You could, you could say it uh, in pretty much anything if you took like a piece of shit and threw it into a beautiful field of flowers that's a juxtaposition yeah yeah a crackhead in front of a brand new building like a sparkly shiny car or like a chris brown standing in front of a lamborghini so what is the the definition of jux well juxtaposition Mm -hmm. i don't know about the definition of jux but juxtaposition means um to differentiate like a contrast yeah it's a contrast yeah like opposite black and white Oh, oh, and I mentioned Chris Brown, not because he was black, but because he's <laughs> abusive and a horrible person. We, we, we got it. We yeah, got it. Good. Jux because. Just remember. Uh, <laughs> hey, we, we were joking about Jux this. because my position. We were joking about this a while ago about Mario Batali. Apparently, there was a rumor that he had this rape room that was one of the many reasons yeah. that Mario Batali like, got like uh, called out. A rape room? Oh, my yeah. God. Full of Crocs. Check this out. Did he call it a rape? I'm not wearing my glasses. A woman who used to work for the famed chef, Mario Batali, is accusing him (laughs) of drugging her and sexually assaulting her inside an area of a New York City restaurant that the employees called the Rape Room. It was one of his his restaurants. restaurants. The Rape Room? (laughs) It's a great place. Hard to get in there. Michelin (laughs) restaurant. Yeah, four stars. I eat there all the time. She she woke up surrounded by broken (laughs) bottles with scratches on her legs and semen on her skirt. The woman asked to remain anonymous. She said uh, there was a part where he was, like, kissing me. It got all foggy. I remember throwing up in a toilet, and that's all. This happened on the third floor of a restaurant owned by a friend of Batali's. She said she woke up at the dawn explaining, this is the first thing. I've been drugged. That was the first thing I thought is I've been assaulted. The woman went to a hospital, reported the incident to police. 
She said they tried getting me to file a report, but I, you know, an, a young actress, no resources, no money. Oh, I couldn't no. do it. So Women, New York Police Department said Batalia is under criminal investigation. So moral of the story is there. Women, you need to follow through with that report and make sure it happens regardless of your financial situation. Yeah. And no, make sure scary, that it's, that it's done and legit, right? Yeah. Yeah, there are programs no free to there. women for this exact reason. And, like, I think, why are you with Mario Batali anyway? Like, I just, like, I'm rubbing my eyes over it. I'm, like, trying to fast sexy. Well, I don't know if she was necessarily oh, with oh, yeah. him. Doesn't he, he remind you of Fat Bastard from Austin Powers? He does. Like, yeah. He looks just like him. He does. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Babies. He could have drugged her. Who, who knows exactly what happened. So he's he's been accused of sexual harassment by nine women. So it's not just a, a one-off thing. So uh, ABC's The Chew dropped him. So we'll have to see what happens there. I always thought he was a bit creepy. I also think that What's-His-Face is a bit creepy with the spiky hair and does diners, drive-ins, and dives. Oh, Guy Fieri? Oh, yeah, yeah, Guy Fieri and Mario Batelli. They just create... If they were in a room, like, I would just feel nasty. Uh, yeah. Like, icky. Well, oh, yeah. Would I ever just be like... A good-looking guy that cook. is sexually sexually harassing you. You're never, <laughs> never sexually harassed by somebody that's never who's the case. like fit. Oh, what are you talking? Bill Cosby was well a, spoken, fine-looking man. Dahlia, what do you think of this <laughs> this story here? Uh, what do you think of the idea of a woman wearing her wedding dress again? Uh, this lady was photographed by her husband. He posted in it on Reddit. And like what premise? She was watching the, the royal, royal wedding. wedding this weekend. Oh, that's weird. so she's up at 4 a.m. right here. Watching the royal wedding in her wedding dress. Yeah, well, like fucking eat. That looks yeah, that's retarded. That, but doesn't yeah, don't a lot of people women keep their wedding dresses? What? I, I think it's cool. I, I do still have. Yeah, mine. a lot. Okay. I what about? But I, but I so, tried to sell it. No other time that you would wear your uh, wedding dress if Look you at, kept it. Look at guys. This, right here. The royal wedding. Yeah. This comparison this guy made to a, a sports uh, analogy. He said, "Hey, a lot of people throw on a jersey to watch the game." It's true. Fair good enough. good point. <laughs> yeah. You know, I got a fun Son fact. Of, uh, I got a fun fact about the <laughs> hey, folks. You just start wearing your fucking tuxedo. You should. <laughs> I got a fun <laughs> fact about the wedding though. Yeah. You know, the the guy from Coming to America who sang She's your queen. That guy. <laughs> oh yeah. Sang it at the wedding. Yeah. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. No. That's fake news. <laughs> but that would be awesome. That would be awesome. That'd be hilarious. They're gonna try and find Nessie. Loch Ness Monster, uh, Nessie, yeah. they're going to do a DNA sample of the waters of the Loch Ness Monster in Scotland oh, to try and identify everything that <laughs> swims in it. <laughs> what do you guys think of that? I think it's a crazy waste of money and time, but hey, yeah. do it. But I mean, isn't that kind of like, why didn't they do this from the get-go? Yeah. They yeah. could have narrowed it down. I mean, I, I, hope, seem, you know. I hope the Loch Ness Monster is there. <laughs> just incredibly <laughs> I good hope at he's there. Yeah. yeah, he's <laughs> super smart. Yeah, It's like Bigfoot. They just have like all kinds of Bigfoot expeditions, and people go out looking for Big Bigfoot all the time. I honestly think they would have found Bigfoot. I mean, the uh, we have all kinds of cool technology now. Yeah, you know, drones that can see through, and and all kinds of awesome stuff. I know that there's probably some hidden stuff in the ocean because we only know about what like eight percent of where. Yeah, what yeah like that's where the real mysteries are at. Like, yeah, on land, I think we. Pretty much found <laughs> most of everything that's been elusive. You know? uh, all right. Well, well, what do you guys think about like h- how you'll see like Papa's new species of this or new species of that? I'm like, um, don't you think that we would have known about this? No, I think it's possible. I think it's evolution. Most or, of them come from the ocean, though. Or they get washed up. Or, well, it's always something like was it some cre- new like, spider? Was it a government creation or something? Right? Like, and yeah. if I see it, I'm like. Wow, just some fucking creepy Variation spider. I'm not another animal. Not doing any research on this. Well, it's just some spider. Yeah, that that's true. That's true. So testing and shit. Yeah, yeah. I want to see a unicorn. How many random sea creatures Bro, are, have been seen, and just oh. maybe the people that yeah. saw them were sailors and yeah, just figured like, oh, it's some kind of right creature. And then yeah, that's true. Yep. I mean, that's and then all the ones at the bottom of the ocean where we can't even go. I mean, there's just tons of stuff. And then there's Blinky from The Simpsons. There you <laughs> the go. The three-eyed fish. Yeah. Well, look at that. There's the narwhal still. That. Yeah, the, that the sea unicorn. Sea the sea unicorn, as he's known. A horn coming up. So, yeah, yeah I'm sure the unicorn uh, was the, there at oh, one point. The narwhal was what was mistaken by sailors as a mermaid, right? I have no idea. Mm-hmm. The unicorn of the sea. Oh, no, it was. Mm-hmm. It's a unicorn sailors of the sea. used to identify narwhals as uh, they looked at in a distance in a certain light. Fit, yeah. looked like a mermaid. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, horned a woman. <laughs> right? <laughs> I heard uh, they would swim to the beautiful Scurvy set in just a little bit. <laughs> said, uh, scurvy's Serving scum yeah. salt water. Making you hallucinate a little bit. I, hold her old, I heard old pirates used to bang manatees. 
Oh, really? Because yeah. they oh, were out on the, the ocean so long. So that's like that, the farmer and the sheep. Hallucinating. Oh, God. The sailor and the manatee, the <laughs> farmer and the sheep. That's, yeah. the, that's the name of, like, oh, God. my favorite love story, the yeah. sailor and the manatee. <laughs> <laughs> we digress. Uh, speaking of digressing, parents suing a deadbeat son to get him out of their house. I saw that story. Oh, that's so Has a, anybody seen that guy? He's yeah. Such a douche. Yeah. <laughs> I, I tried to um, have this... It like a ponytail. Uh, he was on like he was on like news outlets and everything. I don't have the link on here. Appeal, he looks decision. like a total scumbag. Can't they just kick him out? Or well, they're the trying. Police? And well, they, they letters. Here's the thing. I got my, a buddy yeah. at United Fruits. I think once. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Work he's your gonna, way up to them goddamn well, bananas, boy. When? <laughs> when will you learn? Yeah. This is the funniest part of it, though. He goes through all this effort, gives these interviews, goes goes to appeals. And if he would put that much effort into getting a goddamn job, he could have stayed with his parents. His yeah, parents. I saw, I saw the interview and they asked him, "Well, do you have a job?" He's like, "Well, well, no, but uh, technically no. <laughs> technically no." Uh, his parents had given him five <laughs> notices since February that he had to go. <laughs> offered him eleven hundred dollars, some pointers to help find his money? own place. He runs his a website business. He still refused to leave, so his parents filed for an ejectment proceeding. He argued before the judge that he is owed six months' notice and claimed that for the past eight years, after he moved back home when he lost a job, for, wow, he's been when there for eight years and he lost <laughs> his job eight years ago. Uh, he's never been expected to contribute any money to household expenses or do any chores. What Whoa. the hell, man? Bro, you got to at least take it off the garbage, man. Brother. Wow. And he's planning to appeal, like you said. I mean, if he has the energy to do that to his own parents to appeal the process, it's like, dude, are you seriously? I'm pretty much all. I'm pretty <laughs> what much the sure hell? that all of our parents gave us the boot when like, we were graduated. Oh, high I wanted. I got the college. boot myself. I wanted to get the hell out of yeah. there when I g- graduated really high school. Spot. I don't know, but you know, it, it seems is. like to be the the thing these days. So it's parents crazy. are going to be having to sue their well, kids to get them out. I was going to so. say you can't blame nobody but the parents. They allowed it for eight years. Yeah, that's true in a way. They did allow it, but I mean, it's yeah. their son. It's their son. Well, so they allowed him to be born. <laughs> you know, it's it's kind of a hard call. What are you going to do? on evolution, but. Anyway, all right, guys, make sure you tune in to The Garage tomorrow. All-new episode for you, 6 to 7 p.m. Stream it anywhere, anytime, 1057thebear.com. And uh, check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash show, And, of course, thegaragerockshow.com. Thanks to everybody here for uh, joining me on another week. Thanks, guys. Chris Cross, Applesauce. All right, see ya. <laughs>